0: Hello, I'm Brad Becker, here to welcome you to Red Barn Radio. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio, and tonight is show number 706. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. This evening we bring to the Red Barn stage Kentucky born and raised singer-songwriter Abby Hamilton. Welcome Abby Hamilton and her band to Red Barn Radio.
1: to W.E.K.U., Red Barn Radio's official radio partner. NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's convention and visitors bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at VisitLex.com. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's arts council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts.
0: On the Red Barn stage tonight is singer-songwriter Abby Hamilton. She has a great knack for writing. Her lyrics are ironic and sincere. Within the country and folk rock genres, Abby Hamilton has shared her vocals and guitar with such artists as Kelsey Walden, Grayson Jenkins, Nicholas Jamerson, and Justin Wells. She's here tonight with her band to provide us with a couple of sets of music I know you are going to love. Welcome back to the Red Barn stage. Abby Hamilton and her band.
2: Said the last time
1: Please welcome Red Barn Radio's host, Brad Becker.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we have as a guest, Abby Hamilton. And Abby is from Jessamine County, Kentucky. She's not new on the scene, really, but people in the region who have an appetite for for music that speaks and sounds in thoughtful ways. We're always interested in what Abby's doing, and we're really glad that you can be with us. Has this band been together for a while, Abby?
3: Yeah, I mean, this formation, we've been together for probably about a year. So Zach and I have played together for a long time. Carson actually produced, like, one of my first EPs. (laughs) Uh So we've all worked together separately. But just in the last year, this formation has come together. Yeah,
0: I guess, actually, this is a strange year to be the the year that you guys have been together. So so you've really been together for just several weeks. For just a few weeks. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's a good way to put
4: it. (laughs)
0: Before we get too far into things, I wonder if you might just take a, a second to introduce everybody.
3: Yeah up for here sure. with you. Yeah. To my right is Zach Hamilton, our electric guitar player and Harmony Extraordinary. This is um my brother, which is cool. There we go. <laughs> brother Zach. Brother from another mother back here is also Zach. This is Zach Martin on the drums. Brother from another another mother. <laughs> Carson Childers on bass. <laughs> all
0: right. You all came from Justin County, were you both born there?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're from Wilmore, Kentucky.
0: From Wilmore. Okay, mm-hmm. good. And tell folks about um about Wilmore. Funny little place.
3: <laughs> I think there's two stoplights, right?
5: Yeah, there's a Subway.
3: Um, a Chinese restaurant, which
5: isn't half bad.
3: It's pretty good. A Dollar General?
5: Yeah. There's an IGA. <laughs> an
3: IGA. <laughs> yeah. It's a tiny town. That's the about main it. <laughs> The main thing about Wilmore is Asbury College and the seminary. My parents both worked at Asbury, so that's how we ended up in Wilmore. They laughed at my hair and called me
2: funny. Laughed at my clothes and said I had
3: Is an education professor. Okay. And my dad works in. Dang it! What's his official title? He's the money guy. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> he's the I um, think VP. He's of in the administration business. working with money. I don't really know what his title is called. Oh god. I think
5: it's VP of business. If they're watching. Only because um. I have had to park in his parking <laughs> spot. <a lot.
0: laughs> Did you grow up in a home where there was a pretty sort of distinct line between sort of what is sacred and secular?
3: We grew up in a pretty conservative Christian home, but my parents loved music and art. And where we were also listening to like Stephen Curtis Chapman in the 90s and Amy Grant, we were also listening to like U2 and Sting. So Uh it was like a pretty well-balanced growing up experience.
0: Did you have music players in your family?
3: Yeah, our dad is a piano player.
0: Yeah, dad's been playing piano for
5: about 40 years. From my dad's side of the family, it's just music is sort of the lifeblood. We have, um, some of our aunts uh, were in sort of a regionally famous sort of Southern Gospel trio, which was the...
3: The Hamilton family.
2: The Hamilton family. Uh, oh, of course,
4: right.
3: Yeah, yeah. So dad played piano, and yeah, like that whole side of the family plays piano or guitar or, or sing. It was always around growing up. For sure.
0: Was it classical training that your dad had? Mm-hmm. And Yeah. And did he urge either of you to be trained classically as well
5: oh, in yeah. one of the
0: methods? I think we all took, all three of us, we have a, one younger
5: sister, so all three of us took violin, all yeah. three of us took piano lessons. Oh, wow.
3: We had a rule in our house that we had to be in a music lesson until we were 18. Then we could decide if we didn't want to do it anymore. I bounced around probably the most. I did, like, piano for a little while, violin. We did Suzuki violin, and then I finally figured out I didn't have to practice that much if I took voice lessons. (laughs) So then I just kind of switched over to voice Uh, lessons. (laughs)
0: Good strategy. Thank you. Yeah, very, very (laughs) nice. Very well played. Was studying electric guitar?
5: I started the first two years was like classical flamenco, like with the guitar on the left knee. Yeah. Standard, like like whatever. And then I wanted an electric guitar. Started playing when I was around 10. And then around 12 is when you sort of start formulating your own musical ideas. And I found punk music and it just like blew my mind. And I was like, I have to get an electric guitar. And so. It became the sort of focus for me from 12 to today, really. Yeah, was it man. the emotion of it? It was it's just exciting. It was the most like, I can't remember who said it, but I was watching an interview with this really great composer and he was just like, he was like, the key to everything is to just follow your goosebumps. And whether uh, you realize it or not when you're like 12, that. that's exactly what you're doing. And so for me, I remember hearing like Black Flag and going like, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. And probably too because it was so anti what i had grown up listening to it was just the antithesis of the ccm world and sort of the 80s pop thing yeah it was so bare bones that it was beautiful to me in a weird way to say about songs that
1: are just like
0: So you worked Abby on your voice, took voice lessons. What'd you learn in voice lessons?
3: Probably breath control. That's yeah. the biggest thing. I feel like I learning that it's like a muscle, and you gotta, you know, really flex it out and breathe right and breathe from your gut. That's like all those exercises. Sometimes when I'm standing in front of a microphone at a bar, I'm like trying to breathe in deep <laughs> to sing. So.
0: And I heard Zach earlier before the program doing some doing some exercises, doing the. <laughs> Is that a routine for you too? To I take took care a of your voice. Just does and, it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just do it for fun. Just, just trying to I get just attention. Walk around when I get out of shower. When I wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a routine. Is that just to get the water off of your lips? Yeah, maybe because <laughs> I'm
5: sweating so much. I'm so nervous. <laughs>
1: We're back with Red Barn Radio. After this break, Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Roots music, Southern style.
0: By the time you got out of high school, were you already starting to put some of your thoughts down and put them to music, Abby?
3: I didn't really start writing until probably middle of college, so I was probably like 19 or 20. I went through a breakup, and I wanted to like play piano and sing, and that's just where I started writing.
0: Was there somebody in your life, a teacher, a mentor, somebody who you had a chance to share some of your lyrics and your ideas with?
3: One of my best friends from college, his name's Daniel. Him and his wife now, Kelsey Lycan, they live out in Georgetown. They're great, great songwriters. Mm -hmm. We all kind of found it together at the same time. He's an electric guitar player and she's a great songwriter and I would take my songs to them and and Daniel would help me really early on play guitar because I only played piano at that point. He would help me Accompany me while I was writing those songs, and that's really how it would start. Oh, that's really Spent cool. Spent a couple of years like going over to his house till like two o'clock in the morning and just playing all the songs out and like dreaming of what it could be like and practicing guitar. It was huh. a really formidable time for sure.
0: Did you have a chance to? work with him or anyone else on developing structure in songs and, you know, developing ideas and illusions and those sorts of things?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think growing up in church and playing in church, that song structure idea was pretty innate just because when you play contemporary music in church, you're like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, big bridge, chorus. I knew how okay. songs worked and like if you put it on a graph where it rise sonically and fall, which really helped me out when I started writing songs. It was like I knew that kind of equation that could work. I think what really developed in that time was just more of a sensitivity to other ways to write songs and pulling from some of his bluegrass and country influences and mine. That was probably what developed the mm-hmm. most there. I
2: ain't your sure 50s dream, your housewife queen, staying up away. stuck in suburbia with my new book club talking all about
3: Dark is inspired by a story that a friend of mine told me about how his friend had passed away. He said something to me to the effect of he had had dreams about him passing away before he actually did. I thought that was so powerful, and I held on to that line for months and months and months. Didn't really try to write a song on it. And then one night, I went back through all of my like old notes in my phone to try to write something. I found that line. And I did a voice memo just to kind of get all my thoughts out of my head for reference to go back to it later and write the song. And the voice memo ended up just word for word becoming what the song is now. It's really just kind of my personal story with addiction and people I know that were addicts. And yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm
2: not really afraid of the dark Just robbers, rapists and home invaders Sharks and perfect front lines So if you could walk me home tonight That'd be real nice I know the party ain't over
4: yet It's
2: just getting Checking under everybody's beds to make sure you haven't slipped away. But set you free You'll shoot up and I'll feel it. I'll cry, you'll say you don't
0: Chunk of time that you spent sort of isolated. Did you go to Prestonsburg for the sole purpose of focusing on your craft?
3: It sounds really dramatic. I promise it's not that dramatic. (laughs) My family has a farm up there, so after college I went away for a few months to try to be a better songwriter. I hope it worked. (laughs)
0: Well, (laughs) yeah, it's it's working. Some
3: days were like really productive. A lot of days were not. You know, when I first got there, I tried to be really, like, I'm probably the least disciplined person ever. Like, when you're talking to me about themes, like, I'm like, whatever feels right, I'm just going to go with the flow. That's, you know, I was trying to get more of a routine into how I would write songs. So, I started trying to write in the mornings a little bit, or I'd write in the afternoon. We talked about trying to practice to write a song. How would Loretta Lynn write a song? Or how would uh, Hank Williams write a song? Just to kind of build muscle, I think. And song structures and melodies and some days we're really, really productive. I'd write two to three songs in a day, and I feel really good. And then I'd maybe go three or four days of just being outside and hanging out. I feel like your tank kind of has to be full to be able to like start creatively to pull things out of it.
2: Well, I'd kill for some Tito's and corn chips. And I- Don't make me tired and it don't make me fat.
0: are there some sort of ideas and themes and songs that you gravitate to and then conversely certain ideas and themes that you sort of steer away from?
3: Yeah, I tend to just go whatever feels right. Like the things that stick out the most to me in the process of songwriting are like little funny lines. Like I was writing the other day and the line that came to my head was um, she sings her songs in airport bars to old men shooting irish car bombs it was like that line came and i was like oh my gosh i can see the bar i can see everything and i think i'm more chasing like those moments where like something is exciting so i try not to limit myself in terms of like things i won't ever touch thematically probably but i feel like i'm just like whatever feels right i'll follow it
0: Like to thank Abby Hamilton and her band for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, Abby Hamilton and her band.
1: Thanks to W.E.K.U., Red Barn Radio's official radio partner. NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at W.E.K.U. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. And visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Shedinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. WookoutAmerica.com. Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style the best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs)